1: In one moment, a gift most humans never receive in a lifetime.
2: Stand by for action! This is The
1: Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. What I
2: do on this show doesn't matter. My legacy is cemented. I'm good with the listeners. They adore me. And
1: what I say doesn't matter. Jeff Lutz. All you do is make it about you. During the show, I want to be available and accessible. Excellent. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. All right, we are back. Hour
2: number two, the Bob and Jeff show, a snow-ridden Friday. What did
1: we get, three,
2: four inches?
1: Yeah, at least. Well, I thought you'd have the... uh, the, uh, It was three as of about 10 a.m., so probably another inch. Yeah, nice little snow.
2: Uh, We didn't even call out our driveway guy to clear it out well, are you gonna we need expect to expect it to uh, melt uh, rather quickly well and then we're getting another blast Monday we are yeah well I don't know about even that even worse perhaps well, I don't I
1: did not nobody's told me about that well storm team 12 meteorologist Adrian Campa just get ready for early next week be careful now just get ready well what I'm showing Monday is
2: 41 degrees for the high Uh, That might be the high, but then it's moving in. Monday, 40 degrees. Rainfall near a half an inch. Rainfall, not snow. Just be ready, man. Chance of rain, 100%. A half inch of rain. Uh, Watching a potential winter storm Monday night. Uh, Potentially one to three inches of snow Monday night. Who said that?
1: That's uh, what my weather people are saying. Okay. Not Storm Team 12. No. Well, th- you can take that risk if you want to and be wrong.
2: Well, I'm going with my weather
1: people. You know, when we introduce our weather, we say you're accurate Storm Team 12 weather forecast.
2: And how often are you checked on We don't uh, just put accurate out there. How often are you checked on that? Well, I check them every day. Uh, Saturday, tomorrow, we open Big 12 basketball season. With these games, and I'm going to ask your level of interest, 1 to 10. Oh, you know I... TCU at Kansas. 7, because it's KU. Tip at 1 o'clock. West Virginia visiting Houston with their
1: new players. Who are they? Tell me more about these guys. i have to look into that. I know they had transfers after Huggins left, and some guys left, and some guys came in. I understand the situation, but I do not... I did not follow it as closely maybe as you did after uh, the whole Huggins situation unfolded. But that's actually a pretty interesting game. I'll give that a six. So there are players uh, for
2: West Virginia. Uh, Let's see here. Montana State transfer Raekwon Battle and Eastern Michigan transfer Noah Farrakhan. Are uh, becoming eligible. Battle averaged 18 points per game last year, and Farrakhan averaged 14.2 points
1: per game. At where? At Eastern Illinois and Montana State. Wasn't Amani Bates at Eastern Illinois? Or was he at somewhere else? No, he was at, somewhere else. He was at Central Michigan. Baylor, Eastern Michigan. Baylor visiting Oklahoma State. Uh, two. Iowa
2: State. In Norman to face the Sooners.
1: Four. I want to see how real either of those teams are. Central Florida. Zero. It's the first
2: ever Big 12 game at K-State. Well, probably a seven also because it's K-State. Texas Tech visiting Austin to play Texas. Five. And here's one that interests me. This is so fascinating to me. This is a Big 12 game tomorrow. Let's hear it. Cincinnati Bearcats in Provo to face BYU. That is very interesting. Isn't that that something? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a big 12 game.
1: It is. Did you hear me? Yeah, BYU-Cincinnati. That's fascinating to me. They're in the same conference now, and BYU's really good. Well, we'll see if they're really
2: good. Uh, We'll see how good they are. They do have a loss to Utah, the only blemish on their resume. Uh, they've beaten San Diego State, a nice win. They've beaten Fresno State, Evansville, uh, Wyoming, Arizona State. We'll learn much more about BYU. They're number four in the Ken Palm. So. Cincinnati uh, is 11-2. and two. Uh, They lost to Xavier by 5 and by 14 to Dayton. So in their state, not so hot. They don't have many uh, real wins that make you look up. So that'll be fascinating tomorrow, Cincinnati and BYU. That's my number one game. That's your top game? In the Big 12, yes. Okay. Because I'm just fascinated by that. It is I a fascinating game. I wonder if they've ever game. played. Well, let's find out. I mean, I can't imagine that's the long histories of those basketball programs. I uh, wonder where they would have played if they
1: ever have. Well, probably on a neutral site somewhere in a – um, in a mid-season tournament or the NCAA tournament. That's on tomorrow night at nine o'clock. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to really uh,
2: fortify myself to stay up that late and uh, watch that game.
1: The meetings between Cincinnati and BYU, January third, nineteen thirty-one. Um. BYU-Cincinnati-41, Cincinnati-27, Cincinnati, December 18th, 1971, BYU-82, Cincinnati-79. That was in the Jayhawk Classic here in well, that Kansas. that would have been a
2: fantastic matchup at that time.
1: And then uh, March 15th, 2001, Cincinnati-84, BYU-59, and the tur- NCAA Tournament well, the first round. the fourth
2: ever meeting between BYU and Cincinnati. And the first in a year that didn't end in one. Takes place tomorrow. Uh wonder how often West Virginia and Houston have hooked uh, up. I don't, I don't want to know. You don't need to look that up. But uh, has, has Central Florida ever played K-State? I don't know. Uh, th- those things are, are fascinating to me. By the way, did you like my question to Cliff Levingston? Which one? Who's he talked to more recently? That's a good question. You never think of questions like that. Of course I do. That was a fantastic question, and it went just as I'd hoped that he keeps in touch with all of them. First meeting between Rodman, Jordan.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he has some kind of contact with the three of them.
2: First meeting between Houston and West Virginia. First ever meeting between West Virginia and Houston. That game's only on ESPN+. Plus. Come on, people. I want to see that game. Yeah, it would be nice. I'd like to watch that game. Anyway, that's that's what we got for you in the Big 12 uh, coming up tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, K-State goes to West Virginia. And uh, I don't know when KU plays again. Uh, they may not play. They may have a week off. No, they go to Central Florida next Wednesday. Is Central Florida going to be up to this task i don't know we'll to,
1: it'll probably take a couple of years to see if uh their move to the big 12 makes any kind of difference every conference as i've said on this show many times has to have a doormat and maybe it'll be central florida or maybe don't it don't won't have, to have an annual doormat
2: not, every, not necessarily of course every conference has a team that finishes last Right but that's uh, that's, but uh, that's We know who the doormat the obvious.
1: We knew who the doormat was in the Missouri Valley Conference. Most of the time it was Evansville.
2: Well there were several Sometimes doormats. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes it was Drake. Right. It, it depended.
1: There were several doormats. I don't know you, about several. Uh, you you all of them went to the NCAA tournament, right? Except uh Missouri State. Well, there was State. a time when Evansville was very good. Right. And there was a time when Drake was good and
2: Drake went to Indiana a Final State, Do Illinois. Do under, you understand that? When? Who was Drake's coach in the 1968 Final Four? I don't know. Maury John.
1: But I do know this. K-State <laughs> and Central Florida have played twice, 2003 and 2007. K-State won both games. Who was Drake's,
2: in my opinion, their best player? They Lewis, had a lot of good players. Lewis something. No, he was later. I'm talking Who about 1968. Who am I think Lewis of? Lloyd. Okay. He played against Cliff, and those guys uh, – yeah, that was. I don't know. Uh, I'm
1: sure it was some weirdo. Willie
2: Wise. Willie Wise. Look him up. One of the great Drake players of all time.
1: I'm too tired to make fun of your 1960s I absolutely loved him. Today. Go ahead. I don't, I don't have anything. I, I can't summon it. It's just I not there. I wonder if listeners don't like it. No, I, I'm sure I, they love it. I wish there it. was
2: 100 listeners right here in my house. A little focus group. And I, could, and I could get on one of these tangents and talk about stuff like this and ask them, do you care about the maybe history? They could just, maybe they just have a button. Does my historical knowledge uh, do anything for you? Because the hope of everybody who has historical knowledge is that
1: people are interested in it, right? Yeah, I think so.
2: Institutional
1: I awareness. Hope. I, I don't know if that's the hope. I think people just want to have historical knowledge for their own benefit.
2: But don't don't you like uh, don't you think I enjoy potentially educating people I don't about? I do Do you? Well, sure I do. I sat at a desk two days ago doing a podcast with Paul Sullivan. Where do I find that? Uh, Paul will put it out when I he's good and ready. He's probably uh, editing some of Kennedy's
1: remarks. Probably. <laughs> That that wasn't bad. That was kind of funny.
2: But anyway, well, I thought it was funny. It was.
1: I'm giving it to you.
2: Anyway, it was was fun to do that just because even though we were talking about the 2013-14 Shockers, you know Mike and I are going to go way back, right, and talk about other stuff. So what we did was we decided the three greatest Shocker basketball teams in history. And, uh, mm, okay. Actually, we, I'd probably go
1: uh, the three. What do you think they are? I'm going to write them down here. Probably either 63 64 or 64 65. And 20 13 14. And I don't know how you don't put 12 13 in there. They went to a final four. Neither final four team made our top three, the
2: 80 81 team. Was the other team that was in the top three,
1: of Along the greatest, with
2: of sixty three, sixty four, yeah, which lost to K State for a chance to get to the Final Four. Heartbreaking. I don't think I ever recovered from it. It would be interesting to know if I'm the way I am partly because of that loss. If that created.
1: The cynical man that I am today. Did Mike agree with those selections? He did. Or did you just use your force? What was of a consensus? will. To... Really? Yes. Even Paul was in on this. Well, Paul the two person consensus. Paul Paul
2: certainly didn't have any issue. Uh now the fifty three fifty four team, now I'm going even farther back to before I was even born, with Cleo Littleton that went to the NIT and finished twenty seven and four. That's the team when the was, NIT was a big deal. When the NIT was huge, and that was the birth of the modern era of soccer basketball. That necessitated them to say, "We need to build an on-campus facility," which they did, and it's still standing today. Uh, they moved from the Forum downtown to the Roundhouse uh, in 1955. 1955.
1: Yeah, the that year the building came up the year, up the year I was
2: born. It's crazy, right? So that team in 53-54 with Cleo Littleton uh, certainly needs to be rem- remembered historically.
1: That, see, that was good stuff. That, I don't know if uh, if it was the education of people. Well, you were on your phone list uh, before, well, for half of it. No, I wasn't. I was checking a message that I sent, and I have not received a response for your uh, prospective five questions guest. Well, I'd like to get him.
2: No working on it. We'll see what happens. I, I wish I had his number. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a shame. It's a horrible we'll see. shame. We'll see if we hear back. Uh, I've even thought of this youngster as potentially
1: a guest host when we have a, a need. Maybe. We haven't heard from him in a long it's time. It's been
2: a while, but I like the guy.
1: He was on the Shocker pregame show in the game against Kansas on Saturday. I heard him
2: he may have a job that precludes him
1: he very well may
2: from uh spending a lot of time on the radio that's right during these hours what i tend to forget and i do this uh especially as it pertains to league 42 like i'm an instant gratification
1: person have you do you know that Uh, yeah have you ever noticed that yeah i noticed it in myself as well believe it or not
2: um so i like instant replies and what's the deal why aren't you getting back to me
1: which is uh irritating. Yeah, you taught me that and now i'm that guy well don't be that guy I, I hate not being able to get a hold of people well don't be that guy uh, all our reporters say a lot of them say you know i left a message i'm hoping to hear back and i just want to say just call them again in an hour don't let them don't let them dictate. Well, our you... coaches
2: say I left messages and and what I what I tell them is until you've actually had contact via text or phone or email, you know, where they return the text, phone call or email. And you actually interact with them, communicate with them. It's not enough to just send an email. Yeah, I send them an email. I don't care if you sent them an email. Yeah. Did they respond to the email? Exactly. I don't care if you left a text. Did they respond to the text? Right. Did voicemails mean nothing to me?
1: Did they respond to the voicemail? Was there a correspondence, a conversation?
2: That's what I try to get across
1: uh, in my old
2: age. Uh, So we'll take a break, come back in a moment, and visit with Joanna Chadwick. We've now firmed up to date when I'll be in Derby to speak to her class, That's
1: which excellent. always tweaks you. Yeah. If uh, it wasn't called 21st century journalism, I'd be more than happy with you going down or over there, down there, up there uh, to speak. But, we'll be right back. The Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240
2: KFH. New being the operative word, all songs this week have contained that word in the title. They have. I've checked. Uh, Cardinals made a big announcement yesterday. Big. They did? I must have missed Billy Joel and Sting playing Bush Stadium in late September. That'll be fun. And, of course, uh, Twitter, which I hate. Can I can I say that enough? And yet sure. here I am tweeting. Uh, Twitter, the people on Twitter just went after the Cardinals. Oh, so you don't expect to be playing in October? You're going to let them tear the outfield up, huh? How about announcing a signing? Uh, uh, uh. So all like fans are idiots. it's the social media
1: guy's fault.
2: Here's Joanna Chadwick from Vibe Magazine. Hey, Joanna. Doing. Doing? That's your that's your question? Just one-word questions now.
1: Well, I, just I heard said, the word doing. I
0: said, how are you guys doing? But uh, apparently you didn't hear that part.
1: We're doing great. We're uh, fantastic.
2: Awesome. Uh, I read uh, Derby apparently had school today, and I read about your – treacherous drive from north wichita uh, to derby take us through that
0: well um so trying not to let my bitterness show here i'm trying to uh actually get to my car um and i'm not sure i'm going to be able to make it so we'll see if you if i have an expletive will that get you guys taken off the air
1: yeah so we're looking for a reason
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it was definitely not a good drive in this morning and i think we are pretty firm in the cat um uh, on the side of, we should not have been in school today um and and frankly most kids didn't show up or they left and we, it 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 would have been a perfect day for a snow day i'll just say that so but we made it yeah safe you're like only going to get a
1: few of those so go well today would this have is been one a good of those week. this is one of those things joanna that everyone will feel worse about as they get older i'm sure bob never had snow days i didn't oh, have I did. you did Yep. i didn't have many now they have quite a few and the next generation it'll be every time an inch falls of snow that they'll be off so i think everybody's bitter about their number of snow days
0: yeah i mean it's it's a tough call because frankly administration at whatever school district whatever call you make is going to make a lot of people mad. And there's just there's no way around that. And you know, it, it is what it is. They made the decision we came to school. Thankfully there weren't, you know, nobody got hurt. Um and that's that's a positive. So
2: um
0: Who's Derby playing
2: in basketball tonight? They don't because campus
0: called school off. So uh that game was postponed until uh, sometime later this month.
2: Well, my son tells me, and I don't believe him. he tells me that our Kansas City is making the trip to Valley Center to play. That's a long trip.
0: um well,
1: I'm curious though
0: so Valley Center didn't have school
1: today, right? Yeah, isn't that weird? Where are your priorities well i I guess it
0: is um is it's kind of twofold I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's such a tough thing. But I know Wichita's standard is if you can't have school, then you cannot have extracurriculars. But, of course, every school district runs their own stuff. Um, but, you know, you look at it now, and are we expected to get any more snow?
1: No, not for a yeah. couple of days, a few days. You know,
0: so, so you're looking at today that, well, why not play this game now, get it done with when – the road should be fine by
2: now. Right. Uh, talking high school basketball and weather with Joanna Chadwick from Vibe Magazine. So we just had Joe Auer on earlier in the show. Of course, Heights undefeated, as is Capen. They still don't play for 11 days in their first of two meetings. Uh, will they split that series? Will one of, the, one of them win both? What are your thoughts? Well, you know how
0: difficult it is to sweep a team, <laughs> and I, I, I would have a hard time imagining that either team would sweep. Um, they, I, the, the cool thing is, is that there are two such excellent coaches who have two excellent squads, and so you can work to find that other team's weakness. You don't have, they don't have a, neither team has a blatant weakness, right? that can be exploited by the other team. And so you're going, there's going to be a lot more um, strategy into those games than just pure, I'm you know, athleticism or fundamentally strong players.
2: And uh, Joe, when he was on uh, dropped the the news that, and I don't think I knew this, that TJ Williams, of course, they're starting uh, point guard and wherever he wants to play. Uh, they're all state player is their only senior, uh, boy, they're set up.
0: Boy, they really are. I mean, that's. I did not realize that either. And uh, they're playing very, very well. I mean, they, they feel like an experienced team out there. And that's one of the, pro- the positives, too, is that when you have a good program, Uh, just like in any sport is that then when you get way ahead of somebody, you get those younger players in. And so you go all the way to the state championship game last year. All those guys got extra time playing. So it's a benefit for them.
1: Are we going to see a a Derby boys turnaround, do you think, coming up? Uh, Obviously the schedule's been really hard. McPherson, uh, Andover Central, May South, they would have had campus tonight, another tough one. Uh, But it's not like that league is, is easy. What do you think about the Derby boys?
0: Well, I, I feel really good about them. Number one, I think that uh, you know Mason Anderson, Jack Allwelling, uh, um, Dallas Metzger, and Caden Franklin, those four guys got a ton of playing time last year uh, with Dallas and Caden starting. And so those four are outstanding, and Braden Smith has just stepped into that point guard role really, really well. Um off the bench, they're young but they're talented, and so I, I mean I don't see why not. But boy, it is tough. I mean the ABCTL Division One is a really really tough um, night in and night out, and uh, it's you know and they played outside the ABCTL against you know McPherson, who is one of the top teams, and yeah I, I really hope that they can turn it around. But it it doesn't help when you never catch a break. I mean, when they played against Salina South, they just cruised. I mean, Salina South is not very good. They just don't have any sort of depth, or I don't know, but uh, they really did well against them. But other than that, it's tough.
2: Joanna Chadwick, our guest, uh, she is from Vibe Magazine. She's also a journalism instructor at Derby High School. Uh, One of the classes you teach is called 21st Century Journalism. So Jeff uh, mocks me every time (laughs) I talk about uh, the the invitation you extend to me to come to talk to your students. I'm very appreciative. What I would say to him is that I was in journalism for 17 years of the 21st century. Why wouldn't (laughs) I be a good uh, person to talk, Jeff?
1: Uh, I'm just saying. Have you kept up? Because it's not like the history of 21st century journalism. We're trying to say current journalism and where the industry is headed. So when you are teaching your
2: 21st century journalism class, how is it different from if you had a 20th century journalism class besides the technology? Well,
0: I mean, the thing is, is that in my class, I teach journalism and we stay as much up on those trends as possible while also telling them about what it used to be like. My favorite story to tell them, is that when I started that I would write a story and then it would go to an editor and then a copy editor and then back to me and then to an editor and then another editor and another copy editor and then it would run in the newspaper and then it became write the story put it online have someone else edit it fix the edits online I mean it's just it's completely different and yet You know, I firmly believe in journalism. I just think that it's just a constantly changing world as to how we get the information to people. People still want to know the news, it's just a matter of how to get it to them. And for my students, I teach them so much about that communication factor that that to me is what makes my journalism classes go beyond the topic of journalism and into how they can utilize those journalistic skills in their everyday lives, no matter what they choose to do with the rest of their life.
2: Interesting you described the process because my stories and columns went straight into the newspaper no, with yeah. definitely very little editing. Not. <laughs> well, I, I saw a lot of red on your, on your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I set myself up so well. So well. uh, Joanna, always a pleasure. We will uh, visit with you uh, next week, and hopefully uh, we can talk some high school basketball because I love it, and it's been, what, two weeks since we had any. I know it.
0: I know it. I'm with you. Yeah, no, I I think that uh, hopefully we'll get some more games in next week, although we got that storm coming in, what, Sunday, Monday, so who knows?
2: Talk to you soon, Joanna. All right, bye, guys. See you. Joanna Chadwick from Vibe Magazine. As we uh, move through a Friday edition, that's one thing that's much less stressful about radio. Uh, I don't have to worry about anybody editing.
1: That's it's true. It's out there. Yep. Once you say there's, it, it's, n- it's there's there's nothing anyone can do. They might edit you off the show at some. Well, they point.
2: might. And but I've I've done this for a long time. Nobody's done it yet. Not nobody's, yet. Nobody said that's enough. That day will come. You think and the debate I have is whether I'm gonna uh push it until that day <laughs> or whether i'm going to recognize
1: maybe a few days before that day arrives so like next wednesday
2: i know you like to think that <laughs> you like to think well, that. again
1: you set yourself up again for well that. you like to think that you not honestly really. do no i don't uh
2: if somebody told me i couldn't do this show anymore what would you do not
1: do the show anymore probably right. exactly <laughs> But Tony would beg me to find... Please, brother. you oh, got to find somebody. Please, brother. That's the
2: stupidest <laughs> thing i ever heard. Tell me what to make, and we don't have a guest for five questions. We'll get back oh, to that next week. My deepest
1: apologies, but yeah. Uh,
2: hopefully, uh, with Dia Duda. <clears throat> we'll nice. see if we can make that happen. Tell me what to make of Pat McAfee, because he's out of my realm. I'm tired I, of him. I look at A.J. Hawk just sitting there like a mannequin with occasional movements of his lips uh he's now pat mcafee is now accusing an espn executive of trying to undermine his show uh to me aaron rogers has undermined his show but what am i to make of pat mcafee this uh guy that just used to be a punter uh became this i don't know kind of guy that did a podcast uh, well, he was in brought wrestling him to WWE uh, then he went to ESPN he's on college game day he seems to be a big deal they're paying him a ton of money I don't get it make me get it somebody make me get it well it's just
1: the world we live in I think it's just is a guy what sports media it's a is a guy putting out content but it's a guy putting out content where you can grab snippets of it and make stories out of the snippets and what he says in this two-minute period and he, that can go on TikTok, and then that'll go on your facebook reels and uh i don't know if anybody sits down or, or looks i guess sits down and watches or listens to the whole show every day i don't know if that person exists maybe it does are we doing it wrong here to not be on TikTok? tock and uh, uh well bill simmons on his podcast he's got the tiktok camera so whenever he's about to say something either controversial or uh insightful he'll say turn on the tiktok camera and then he'll give his one or two minute opinion and that's the piece that will go out to all the you know sites i don't get it man is talking on the radio not enough nowadays i get it but i'm just not interested in doing it
2: yeah but i don't even get it well, I've never looked at TikTok.
1: I do, but I only I only look at one person's videos and that would be comedian Todd Glass. Otherwise, is no. your daughter on TikTok? Yeah, she got TikTok. Well, that's a shameful thing. Well, you know, we got a conversation about it.
2: Well, I don't know. It seems like you just go off into the abyss. Snapchat is what I hate. Just, just I hate I'd it. N- I'd
1: never do Snapchat. Just absolutely hate it. What is it? What do you do? You just send messages to people, but you can find, not find like you're looking for them, but they'll just show up, and I'll add this person, I don't know, and I'll add this person. All these suggestions come up, and who knows who, who these people are.
2: Well, it's just like texting them.
1: Yeah, but... And that's what kids do. They don't text anymore. They They send, they snap, and they send like weird pictures of their face at weird angles, and it's bizarre.
2: Well, I don't think I could handle growing up in this time. Well, it's difficult. Maybe everybody uh, throughout history has said the same thing. In fact, I would guess they have. But we didn't have anything like that. We taught a
1: generation that you are the most important person in the world. Huh. That's what what what. That's what kids think. Yeah, we've told them that. Who's who's we? We the Kardashian era. Just like what if you're not successful, you know, if you're not glamorous, and I'm around six hundred kids
2: now. Maybe they're not at the age yet. Uh, but I don't see that. I don't see that. Maybe they're hiding it from us. Maybe it's I, just a girl thing. But I we have girls.
1: Well, not as many.
2: Well we but we have a hundred girls in our league. I don't see that.
1: Well they they're doing it. Well I don't know. I don't I don't know about that. And it's probably yeah, it's probably some of it is the age, but there I don't know, I don't think there's many restrictions.
2: What I've noticed is and I've noticed this for a long time because I was part of it. You get to about fifth grade, you're good. Sixth seventh, eighth, ninth, not so good. Then you start to come back to earth a little bit in 10th, 11th and 12th. Mostly, mostly.
1: Yeah, but you're still a teenager.
2: Yeah, but mostly you start to come back to earth a little bit. Yeah. You're out of you're out of the orbit for a little while there, most kids. Uh but you you know, you can still you can still tell that though even those kids who are out of orbit a little bit, you can still tell they're they're going to be good kids. Thank you. Uh, much as people said about me when I what went are out
1: you're of talking orbit. Talking about me? No, when I went out of orbit. And did you ever come back? Well, sure I did. <laughs> Spaceman. Well, I went out of orbit for a few years. Yeah. Uh,
2: We'd misbehaving was my identity.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that today, actually. About me misbehaving? No, about uh the way you taught me. Oh, every authority figure is in charge. You listen to them and you respect authority and and what they say goes. And, uh, and you're right for the most part, like about teachers. And then I remembered one time when you got pulled over with me in the car shortly after you'd given me one of these lessons and you were upset, really upset at first and you being short with the officer and then he came back and you were really nice. And then he said, see, that's how you respect authority or something along those lines. Yeah, and he probably gave me a warning instead of a No, you got just absolutely hammered. No,
2: I didn't. I (laughs) talked my way out of it. (laughs) Uh, Not that you can talk your way out of a ticket, but uh, why not? Some people can try. I haven't had a ticket. Uh, I'll have to go back uh, to the very early days with my darling wife, Debbie. We had been at a basketball tournament in Halstead. You know the name of that tournament, I'm sure. The Adolph Rupp Classic. Yeah, and we were driving back on the road between ninety six and Halstead and going through the town of Bentley, and uh, Barney Fife <laughs> came out and uh, pulled me over. Literally, it was Barney Fife. He had all the uh, characteristics. That's cool. And he gave me a ticket for going uh, thirty and a twenty. And I'm and I think I remarked to Barney. Uh, you get three cars per night coming through here. Why is it twenty miles an hour? And Barney said to me, "Well, you never know when Aunt Bee's going to be crossing the street." <laughs> is that what he said? What did he really say?
1: <laughs> Man, you believe that for a minute? Well, I believe that you would have asked him a question like that. I wouldn't have said Barney. Well, I know that.
2: Well, I may have. I may have asked him that question. But it uh, irritated me, and we ended up uh, taking care of it. We paid the ticket, and uh, that's the last ticket I have probably 13 years ago. It's a good job. It's a good record. It is a good record. I don't drive fast anymore. I don't drive like an old person. Mm. No, I don't.
1: Okay. What are you going to (laughs) say? Nothing. No, what are you going to say? Nothing. I was just, you know, taking that comment i try to abide
2: by mostly the speed limit when i went to kansas city the other day on tuesday on the turnpike 75 mile an hour speed limit i set my cruise control at 81
1: well that's still something yeah so i mean you know give me some credit good job in texas at places the speed limit is 80 which is crazy I don't want to drive that fast. Makes me uncomfortable. Well, everybody drives ninety. Every when it's like you go through that makes me uncomfortable. You go through Kansas City or St. Louis or Indianapolis when it slows down to fifty-five, sixty. People are still going seventy-five, eighty. So I don't know what the deal is.
2: People are in a hurry. But I, you know, uh, my my suggestion—I better not say that. I'll be thrown out of town. Uh, I will just say this. You could give a, a hundred tickets a day, uh, if you wanted to, on
1: certain stretches of road. And yeah, absolutely.
2: If you wanted to.
1: And we all know where those stretches are. Sure. Um. All
2: right. We have come to the end of the week. We'll be here all next week—a full week of shows for the first time in a while. Uh, Monday on the show. I'm not sure what we'll do.
1: Are you here Monday or is due Duda- to? Yeah, I'll be here Monday. I'm thinking Wednesday because we have a little KWCH 12 potluck. A little potluck at KWCH And they're giving away all the uh, does it work items. You hoping to get one? Oh, yeah, 100%.
2: Well, get one and give it to me. All right. One that works. Thanks to Max Power back in the booth. We always appreciate his significant contribution to this show and everything else Max does. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay warm. We'll see you Monday.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs.